You are listening to the TTBA, Tatani Talks Pirkei Elvis, the year where we talk on the Mishnah of Pirkei Elvis per day with sage commentary and practical advice to say here in the end of Chapter 4, end of Perik Dalad, Mishnah Chaf Bet, Paragraph 22 in Season 6 of the TTPA, with the Mishnah elucidated. Looking at what Rabbi Lazar Kapar used to say, of course, when we end off the Mishnah, we say Rabbi Chanan, Mekasham, Rotzakat, Shparach, Lazakos, Israel, Fikach, Hirgil, Ma'am, Torah, Mitzvah, Shinamar, Nechal, Zamaiz, Gaik, Torah, Vyadir. First, let's do the Mishnah, and then we can read the Rabbi Chanan. Actually, we'll read the Rabbi Chanan. Rabbi Chanan, Mekasham, Omer. It says that the Holy One Blessed He wished to confer merit upon Israel, therefore He gave them Torah and Mitzvahs in abundance, as it says Hashem desired for the sake of Israel's righteousness, for the Torah be made great and glorious. But in this mission, Rabbi Lezer Kapar used to say, the born are destined to die, the dead are destined to be brought back to life. The living, those brought back to life, are destined to be judged by God on the Day of Judgment. It is the fate of every person born in this world to die, and then to be brought back to life, to be judged on the Great Day of Judgment. This is stated in the book of Daniel. It talks about the idea how many of those are sleeping. And they will, in the earth, those sleeping in the earth will awaken these for everlasting life and these for shame and for everlasting contempt. As Ravid Benyona point out, Rashi second interpretation of Achsarvitri. And the idea is that the Gemara offers a parable to explain why the body must be reunited with the soul for the final judgment to take place. A lame man and a blind man work together to steal beautiful figs from an orchard. The blind man who cannot see put the lame man on his shoulders to direct him to the trees. The lame man who cannot walk traveled on the blind man's shoulders to reach the trees. When the owner of the orchard accused him of the crime, the lame man said he could not have done it since he could not walk, and the blind man said he could not have done it since he could not see the figs. The owner who realized what had happened placed the lame man on the shoulders of the blind man and punished them together. So too on the day of judgment, the soul will claim that it is not responsible for sinning because it is not a body that can move around its sin, and the body will claim it is not responsible because alone it lacks the spark of life. God will therefore join the soul with the body and judge them together. So that's the day of judgment. And I say this for you to know, to make known and to understand. Rabbi Lazar is explaining himself from Machsavich to Verstral. Why am I making a point of this? So that you may know from what others have taught you and make known to the world. And understand on your own, Rav points out that God is the all-powerful one who will judge you, as Rashi points out. That he is God, he is the model, he is the creator. The name of God means strong and mighty. All this will happen because the entire world is like clay in the hands of God who molds it as he pleases. He created the world from nothing, can therefore do with it according to his will, Ralph points out. God God thus does with man as he sees fit, causing him to live, to die, to come back to life, and to be judged, as Machsavichi points out. He is the one who understands. He is the judge, the witness, and the claimant. God knows and understands exactly each and every one of our actions, Rav points out. He is therefore uniquely qualified to judge us, Rashi Rabbi Yonah point out. Do you think you will not be judged for everything because there were no witnesses to some of the things you did or no one to claim against you? God himself is the witness. He sees everything and he will call you to court to be judged for your sins, as Rav Rashi Rabbi Yonah point out. He is the judge, witness, and the claimant, and he will ultimately pass judgment. 
Although the mission has already said that God is the judge, that statement was made in reference to his judgments in this world in which he determines who will live, who will die, and otherworldly affairs. In contrast, the statement that God will ultimately pass judgment refers to God's judging us in the world to come to determine our eternal reward and punishment, as Rambam points out with Rav and Rabbeinu Yonah. He will ultimately pass that judgment, just as he before him there is neither injustice nor forgetfulness. He cannot be accused of injustice in how he judges us, for his justice is perfect. He does not forget even a small part. Of what we have done, Rashi points out, although he delays our rewards and punishments, thereby giving the impression of forgetfulness, he does not forget anything to Fairstrell points out, nor favoritism nor acceptance of bribes, for everything is his. God does not show favoritism. He will not overlook even the smallest sin of the most righteous people. Rav Rambam Rambinion point out, since everything is his, what could anyone possibly offer him as a bribe? Rashi Maksavich point out. Rambam comments that the idea of bribing God in any worldly way is absurd, does not even need to be mentioned. What Rabbi Lazar Kabar is saying is that God will not be bribed by the performance of a mitzvah to ignore a sin. Thus, if a person has a thousand mitzvahs and one sin, God will not let one or more mitzvahs cancel out that sin and simply give reward for 999 mitzvahs. Rather, he'll give a punishment for the one sin and a reward for the thousand mitzvahs. See, Rabbi Benyona, the verse is true as well. God will give a reward for every mitzvah. If a person has a thousand sins in one mitzvah, he'll be rewarded for his one mitzvah and receive punishment for the thousand sins. Know that everything is his, and everything is according to the accounting. Just as a small coin, many small coins combine to make a large sum of money, so too many small sins over the course of a lifetime combine to make a large amount of wickedness, Ralph points out. Moreover, God takes into account all the circumstances of a mitzvah or a sin when deciding how to reward or punish a person, to very soul points out. And do not let your evil inclination assure you that the grave is an escape for you. Do not sin under the assumption that death will save you from being punished for your sins, Rashi points out. Do not listen to those who claim that the soul dies with the body and there is no judgment after death, Rabbeinu points out. Of course there is. For you are formed in the womb against your will. You are born against your will. When a man's soul is chosen to enter the womb of a woman be born, it protests, How can I go to such an unclean place, the physical world, and leave this pure place in heaven where it's stored? Despite its protests, the soul is placed into the womb against its will. Similarly, when it's time to leave the womb be born, the child is forced out into the world against its will. Rav Rashi point out, You live against your will, and you die against your will. There are times when a person suffers so much he wishes he were dead, yet God does not allow him to die. Most people, however, Rav Rashi points out, most people, however, do not want to die. Nevertheless, when a person's time has come, he's given no choice in the matter. is immediately taken from the world. As Muganovus points out, you are destined against your will to give a judgment and counting of your life in front of the king who reigns over all the kings. The, blessed one, the, holy, is, the holy one, blessed is he. Therefore, live your life in the world with the knowledge of the awesome judgment you will face when you die. And, of course, remember that Hashem gives us so much ability to, have, to get mitzvahs in this world. Remember, everything is against our will. It's all Hashem. So if we do His will, He could do our will. Make sure to accumulate as many mitzvahs as you can in this world, and make sure that it outweighs your sins way more than that. Join us next time as we talk about the different amount of sayings that Hashem made the world with here on the TTPA. And I'm your host, Tani.